I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Can you believe it's September already? But it is not fall yet, so do not rush me. What the heck is up with Starbucks releasing the pumpkin spice latte in August? I'm sorry. I have to wait until October before I can even think about having a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, crap. Uh, What did I just drink? Oh, no. Um, Let's rock it. Well, happy Friday. Welcome. I am the real Brian, and I sold out. I am really sorry. I am Captain Influence, and did you really drink a spice pumpkin latte in September? So, here's the problem. Okay, I got... I'm going to come clean, all right? I swear, I was like, I'm I'm not drinking a pumpkin spice latte until October. And we were at Starbucks. We were actually with our friends who were celebrating their anniversary. And we're like, yeah, let's go to Starbucks. And I was just going to, you know, get something small. And I looked up and I see pumpkin cream cold brew. And I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. What is it? And they're telling me about it. And it's that foam, you know, so it's cold brew coffee. But it's that foam. And they said, well, it's pumpkin foam. It's got nutmeg. And, and then it's uh, with a, I think it's condensed milk. And then they foam it up. And then they put it on top and then it mixes with your cold brew. And I thought, can I try it? And they said, well, we can have you try some of the foam. And I'm like, okay, I probably <laughs> shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do this. So I'm like, ah, this is really, really good. This tastes like a cross between pumpkin and really good eggnog. And oh my gosh. And the guy's like, isn't it amazing? And I'm like, I'm not having any pumpkin spice nonsense. It's not October yet. And then I was like, I, I, Hit have, me. I have to have this. So I sold out. <laughs> I sold that's, out. That's exactly why Starbucks does that, because they know that you will sell out. You know what, though? Because they can't. I never have in the past, because to me, a pumpkin spice latte, I'm like, whatever. This was better than the pumpkin spice latte, because it's cold brew coffee with this like piece of heaven that's just mixed within your, oh my gosh. It's good, dude. Highly, See, I, I would recommend that over a pumpkin spice latte any day. Pumpkin, pumpkin cream cold brew sounds like a really good oh. craft beer to me. You know, it could be if they mixed that up <laughs> with some craft oh, beer, totally. it would actually be perfect. It's yeah, it was. phenomenal, by the way. Uh, I will say that. Now, here was the other thing. There I gotta was go to Starbucks. I know <laughs> there was this song playing and it was a cover and it was a very, very different version. And I'm like, I know this song. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this is Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. And I was like, oh, dear uh, God, I actually know this and can name this song? Double sell <laughs> out. Double sell out. I'm sorry. Good Lord. I don't like You're the song. You're on a roll today. I don't like it, but, but I just knew it. How do I know a country song and I don't even like country? It's okay. Should I go back to bed? You know what? Just start if, over tomorrow. If you, if you suddenly like a country song, that's all right. You're continuing <laughs> to expand. You're continuing to expand your horizons to nerd out about everything. Yeah, that's true. Even country music. A that's true, okay. A true renaissance man. Le- yeah, it's a legitimate music form, obviously. And even if it's not typically your thing. Yeah, I know. I know. Rocket, man. I just thought it was funny. Well, it was funny. On the other hand, though, here's something that's really cool. There's a local coffee shop that made, you know, Thai tea, right? First of all. Yes. Okay. You go to a Thai restaurant, by the way, for those of you who are like, what's Thai tea? And it kind of has an orangish color, but it's, you know, a good strong tea and it's got sweetened condensed milk in it, that kind of thing. Usually really yep. good. Most of the time, a Thai tea is like kind of a lower quality black tea with orange food coloring in it, which is not supposed <laughs> to be that way. And then they put in, you know, that's it. That's just sweetened condensed milk. That's lame Thai tea. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So the local coffee shop here made their homemade tea. First of all, I walk in because I'm like, oh, I got to go see these guys. I've been in a while. I walk in and it smells like glorious chai. I mean, just the whole coffee shop smells like chai. And I'm like, 
oh, you guys have a Thai tea that you homemade? Like, what is? She's like, yeah, we just brewed it. I'm like, I know I can smell it. It's incredible. This is very interesting to me. They used black tea, of course, but they also used the rooibos tea, the red bush, basically, which gives it a little bit of a reddish tint, interestingly, but it also has a very robust flavor. And they mix those two, which I would have never thought to do, but that actually gives it that super bold, intense Thai flavor. And then, of Mm. course, they brewed it with actual real spices, (laughs) you know, so it's not the flavoring that most places put into it. It's really good spices. I don't even know what's all in there, but I need to go look like cinnamon and probably cardamom and stuff like that, whatever you put in chai. And then, of course, they have their sweetened condensed milk as well. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was the best Thai tea I've ever had, hands down. And now I'm twice as jealous as I was at the beginning <sighs> of the show. And I want to I want to learn how to make it now because it's so good. Dude, reverse engineer that crap. I will. I need to go look at their ingredients again because I yeah. did that and I forgot to take a picture and then I had to run out to a dinner and then I was like, dang it. I need to go back and take a picture. Oh, so you good. buy you buy one to go take it home and sip it and you know write down what you think is in it and sip it again. Keep doing that until you've figured out and then just experiment. My theory is it's chai spices. So it's got cardamom, like I said, cinnamon pieces, not like cinnamon powder. And it's got probably some, maybe some ginger, black pepper. I mean, I really yeah, don't black know. black pepper, but, I was going to ask. Yeah, probably. We need to go check. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so uh, are you drinking anything good right now? You know what? No, I'm drinking a lot of water with lime juice in it. Um, having my coffee every morning, not nice. Folgers. Oh, uh, wait, you'll be proud of me. What? I haven't had Folgers in a long time. Wait, wait, no, wait. I, I, we talked about this a long, several weeks ago. But remind me what uh, you graduated to. Well, my wife's been buying like French roast from like World Market. That's right. And we've definitely gone up a few pegs on the coffee front every morning. Good now, for not, you. we don't we don't do our own beans and everything like that. Obviously, we don't grind our own coffee or whatnot we buy it packaged but it's definitely not Folgers anymore. now i have the Folgers in the back of my cabinet for emergencies mm. but i may never have to touch it again so you've moved up from the landfill to walmart more like target did, did, yeah <laughs> did i say that i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm totally kidding i'm glad you're yeah. enjoying it and my my wife likes it she didn't like Folgers. she was more of a coffee snob like you yeah she and I, and I put coffee snob in happy quotes, by the way. <laughs> she um, appreciates the finer things of life like I do. She drinks it black like you do. And yes. that, that's important. Like her so, men, too. Yeah. Well, well, actually, you're, you're, yeah. you're a little white. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> since I put creamer in my coffee, and by the way, I've also graduated to an almond milk creamer. I may have mentioned this before as well. I use an almond milk hazelnut creamer. Yes. And so, but, yeah. but the point is, since I put creamer in my coffee, there's a lot more leeway as to what coffees I can drink that are palatable. You know what I mean? Sure. Since we're on the drink topic, this is interesting because I know that some of us that listen to the show do not drink coffee. You maybe not even yep. drink tea. I really am actually curious. What is one of your favorite drinks other than water? Okay. You got water. Maybe you're just a water <laughs> drinker. That's I'm a water drinker. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of tea as well, but what are some of your favorite drinks to have either as a treat on a daily basis, whatever, I'm actually very curious. Yeah. Living in Northern Colorado, we have so many beer companies around. I mean, Coors is down out of Denver. We've got Budweiser up, you know, North Colorado, a lot of micro craft brew. Tons of micro. Yeah. Tons of craft breweries like New Belgium and Odell's. Those are here. And all the years I've lived up here, I've never been to New Belgium and Odell's for a tour. And I thought, and I, of course I don't even drink beer. Right. But I'm like, I, I want to know what the process is because to me, I'm just fascinated about how things are created. You know, that's why we did the chocolate tour. That's why yeah. I, I tour tea and I, we actually toured a distillery a couple of years ago as well. So fascinating. I don't drink hard liquor, but it was so cool. So yeah. it's like, I want to go on this new Belgium models tour. And uh, my parents had some friends in town. We're like, hey, they were like, we're going to go. And I'm like, dude, we've lived here like so many more years than you have. We're going to go with you. So it was very yeah. fascinating. Did a little back to back and learned a lot. And of course, even though I'm a non beer drinker, it was very exciting, very fascinating, very interesting. In fact, at New Belgium, they were actually training us how to taste beer. So huh. just like how I taste coffee or how someone would taste wine or chocolate or whatever, it's the same kind of thing. So very, very cool stuff. And I, so regardless of what you drink, I want to know what your favorite drinks are. Send them in. Yeah. My favorite drinks tend to be fall winter drinks. Yeah. Hot apple cider, you know, spiced apple, mold apple cider, I should say. Banana smoothies. Oh, by the way, you know, mm. my, you know, how I've, I've told you about my smoothies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I used to put 
bananas, milk, peach yogurt. What else type? Oh, pineapple juice. Yeah, cinnamon and vanilla. I've pared that down now to just frozen bananas. Have to be frozen, by the way. Have to be frozen. It doesn't work otherwise. It waters it down. Frozen bananas and milk and cinnamon and vanilla. That's it. Oh, dude, good job. And it's so good. It's, yeah. it's like you don't need that other stuff. So you can cut out half the sugar at least mm-hmm. uh, and still have an amazing beverage. And I have that maybe two or three times a week. So, And of course, bananas are sweet enough as they are. So that's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I don't need that. to add sugar or anything. Yeah. It's so been, that's my short list. It's been peach season around here because, you know, Colorado peaches and I know other places, California and stuff too, but yeah, it's so awesome. We've just been eating peaches. And I was thinking just as you were mentioning that, hmm, I wonder what a peach. I mean, the problem is they're so good as, as is, you know, <laughs> but a peach smoothie. Hmm. Yeah. Starting frozen to ideas. peaches. Or just, yeah, it, yeah. And you want your fruit frozen with, with smoothies because, and, 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 before I started doing this, I was like, I don't really need to, do I? I mean, but it really matters. I mean, if you mm. if you use frozen fruit of any kind and don't use any ice at all, you would be amazed at how much more delicious the smoothie is. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it, but until you do it and compare the two, it's it's amazing. Mm, okay. I love it. All right. Me really too. quick, before I forget, no episode next week. Taking a break. Enjoy the week off. We'll be back in two weeks. And of course, I'll remind you at the end of the episode, just as like, oh yeah, by the way, but I just wanted to let you know now and say that at the beginning of the episode. Are you excited for fall? Yes. It's funny. I was talking to some people and you know, you've got those that are like, oh, I can't wait for fall. And they're just going, well, actually I can wait, but I'm excited for it. And then there's the other ones that are like, <laughs> ah, I hate fall. I hate winter. I'm just like, I wish it were summer. I'm like, you know, you should probably live in like San Diego where it's just kind of perpetual nice weather. It takes different kinds, man. But I look forward to the seasons. I mean, I'm not a big fan of winter, but I can enjoy it. I can appreciate it, but I really enjoy having seasons. So yeah, fall's coming, man. It's like two weeks and we'll start seeing the leaves change here probably in two to three weeks. That's crazy. I know you just get excited about those like cider cider and mm. I can't wait. But did you actually have a hundred degree weekend last weekend? Dude? Yeah, we hit. I believe it was 99 one day and it was 98 the day before that. And this was in September. And I thought this is unheard of. Like we, we could get up to 90, I think in September, but it's super rare. Usually it's in the eighties, but to hit 98 and 99 back to back in September is just like, seriously. I was talking to a lady on the phone today from Denver who went up to the mountains last weekend. And she said up in the mountains, it was 90, 90 plus degrees. Wow. It's like, man, that just, that's, uh. it's hot. But That's you know awful. what? It's dropping and, you know, before you know it, it's going to be cool. The thing I'm hoping doesn't happen is that we have like 90s to 100 and then 20 and then all the trees lose their leaves like instantly. And I'm like, no, yeah, I hope yeah. that doesn't happen. I'm really hoping for a we, long, beautiful fall. We can hope, but <sighs> hey, can hope. at least at least at least you're not in the Bahamas right now. I know. And I I feel bad for what's going on down there. Yeah. Our thoughts and prayers to anybody who lives down there or knows anybody down there because that hurricane destroyed those islands. Yeah. And that's I sad mean, too, because it's so beautiful, you know? So our, our yeah. grouching about hundred degrees in Colorado, that's not to take anything away from the awfulness yeah. that occurred last week and from Dorian. So anyway, yeah, no, and, it, and I'm thankful this has been a relatively peaceful year when it comes to, you know, weather related disasters. Cause you know, we've, we've yeah. had our fires in recent years that have destroyed, you know, the countrysides, And then the next year you have floods and it, wipes people's homes away and kills people. I mean, that's just the way it works. And this year has been a relatively calm year, thankfully, because last year was a fire year. We had a lot of fires last year. Yeah, they did have a lot of flooding in, in the Midwest this year. Uh, didn't, it did not affect us at all, but Nebraska was really hit hard, unusually so. But yeah, it's you never know what each year is going to give you, man, with that kind of thing. Well, one thing I know that each year is going to give us right around this time of year is volleyball. Booyah. Yeah, volleyball started back up. It was kind of funny. There were three games in two days and I'm like, yeah, that was a little much. We could have spread that out a little bit, but it was a lot of fun. And the so had fun. That's all that matters. Oh, I mean, it wasn't like too much. It's just like, I wish because it's like three games in two days and then you have two weeks off and I'm like, you know, that would have been kind of more fun over a course of a couple days, yeah. but it was still a blast and we hung out with an attack who's been on the show. Watch three games of volleyball. Have a really good time. Go out, do some stuff. We had ooh Thai food brand new. Well, not brand new, but a new restaurant to us. It was amazing Thai food. 
and and get this even uh miss light won a pizza so she says it was actually me because you know we're like cheering and i'm like <laughs> and i look up and you know i put my hand up and she puts the box you know the free pizza box right in my hand and sarah's like she was looking at me though the whole time your arms are just longer and i'm like i don't know i don't know so i gave sarah the credit she won the pizza that's a good strategy <laughs> so tell us what word you've come up with this week all right. Well, first of all, I want to apologize because last week, as many of you probably noticed, we didn't use that word once after I named it. It was really it. hard to use. That was funny. This time we're going to make a point of using it. The word this week is contumacious. Ooh. It's just another word for rebellious. Contumacious. Sounds like consummacious. Or constipatious. <laughs> constipation. <laughs> contumacious. <laughs> it means rebellious? Yes. Ooh, I like that. So it's just a, a coity toity word for rebellious, Captain, right? Captain, you and I are extremely fantastically contumacious. <laughs> oh, indeed. Indeed. Oh, yes. I mean, honestly, do we ever toe the line? Ridiculous. Um, no, I'm actually very contumacious in a, in a um, respectful manner, though. Sure. I'm never going to be rebellious in a way that hurts someone intentionally, of course. I like to rebel. Definitely in a respectful manner. How contumacious of you. Oh, behave. (laughs) That's more like, oh, behave. Contumacious (laughs) minx. I should get a t-shirt. I'm a contumacious minx. I like that. We're making one. (laughs) Yeah. Be be contumacious. You, you, you heartless wench. That would be a good one too. Be sure. contumacious, you heartless wench. Okay, ten points if you can name that movie. Um, you, 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 you heartless wench. Princess Bride. Nope. Close. Oh, right around the same time. I give up. Hmm. All right, I'm not going to say anything. If you know where <laughs> you, you, you heartless wench comes from, let us know. That would be awesome. I want to see if you can get it. Dude. So we talked about the Darth Vader comics. I know we you did. didn't like the first one as much. I did. I liked it. Second book, read it. Good. Started off okay, but ended really well. It was very interesting. Third book is actually a crossover, which I didn't know. I think it's the original, the original Star Wars gang, you know, Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, all that. And they have their own set of comics. And so this crosses over with Vader. It's called Vader Down. Started off great so far. Love it. And then it goes into the final two of that Vader series. But having a good time with it. I, I really like how they've tied it together. It's good for you, Batman fans. There's a new Batman universe series out right now. It's a mini series. I, I don't know how many issues it's going to be, but it's a one-off series. So, you know, it's like, Oh, I, I haven't read Batman. Well, cool. You could start on this. I think it's like six issues. Maybe I'm not entirely sure, but you read the issues and call it done. And guess what? You've had a lot of fun. I know green arrow does appear in the second one. Yeah. I did watch deadly class had a really good time with the with the show there were some weird parts and there were some wonderful parts and then of course the show got canceled and left you on a major cliffhanger mm-hmm. which was very disappointing but i did find out that if you have watched that show and were frustrated by the cliffhanger and cancellation of the show that you can actually go and watch the comic series and i read the free comic book day and i was not a fan of the art direction at all it was very annoying to me personally but the story was interesting i think now that i've watched the show i know what's going on more But I found every one of them on Hoopla. If you've ever used Hoopla, it's connected to your local libraries. So it's free. You can download them on your devices or whatever and read the comics. And so, yeah, I'm I'm like, oh, I'm going to go read the Deadly Class comic series and figure out what the heck happens and go from there. So if you are connected in any way to your local library, have a library card, you should be able to use Hoopla and get free digital stuff, audiobooks, ebooks, all kinds of stuff like that. Movies, TV shows. Hoopla just has access to that. So. They have access okay. to a lot. I mean, I've been, actually, it's funny because I was looking up, should I get two free audiobooks on, you know, Audible right now? Because I'm getting some, hey, join us for a month, get two free audiobooks, and then, you know, cancel after. Kind of, okay, cool. I'll do that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's whatever. Uh, but I was looking up to see if those books were on Hoopla, and most of them were. And I thought, I oh, can just cool. rent these books for three weeks, you know, and then. Totally. Yeah, it's sweet, man. That's a good idea. I like it. I've never taken advantage of this before, really, but. They have a lot more on there than I thought they would. But again, it's connected to your local library, so it depends on what your library has as well. Okay. That's yeah. really cool. You played World of Warcraft Classic. 
Still am. You talked about it last week. You were very excited. I want to know, is it, first of all, I want to know how it was, but, but my question is this, does it match up to the nostalgia that was in your mind? Yes, very much so uh, in all the good and bad ways. So it's, it's, it's just as blessedly grindy as the original game as it existed in around 2006, right before the first expansion came out. It's been a lot of fun. It's very slow, but there's a huge, I mean, the community in the game is just fantastic because it's so full. The biggest complaint that I have and pretty much everybody has is, is the queues. If you're in a full server, which a lot of them are full, the guys who I'm with in a guild with all signed up for it. We, they picked a server, we went with it, but it turned out to be one of, the, one of the more popular ones. If I actually play tonight and I try to log in, I'll probably be several thousand in queue. Oh my gosh. Uh, and the queue times can run from anywhere from, depending on the time of day, a half hour to three hours. Dear just to wait Lord. to get in. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a little ridiculous. Blizzard's done some made some effort to mitigate that a bit in the last week or two. I guess they've expanded the number of people who can play on a given server at at, at one time. That helped with the queues a little bit, but they still grossly over uh, subscribed all of their servers. Basically, oops. Um, yeah, oops. But to their credit, I mean, they, they were kind of. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a balance. They're counting on the laws of statistics weeding out a bunch of people yeah. who just don't want to play it after a few a couple of weeks or whatever. We all expect within another month or less the queues should be a lot mm. more manageable. But right now they're they're still really ridiculous. So yeah. you know what blows my mind though is how people are just flocking to play something they've already played before. So it's yeah. it's really <laughs> telling me it. that yeah, it's telling me that people we going back to our nostalgia conversation a couple of weeks ago it's yeah. telling me that people are like either yearning for it or addicted to it or whatever the case may be. Like I have to have my nostalgia in life. I can't even imagine going back and paying for something like that. Even though I love my <laughs> nostalgia, I'm going to go to a free server, dude, the game's done. You know, it's like, I don't know, yeah. but I get it. It's interesting. It's very interesting to me. Well, it's, it's uh, from what I've heard, all the free servers are very dead right now because everyone's moved to wild classic. <laughs> See, that's so, so weird. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, wow. it's, okay. it's, it's an interesting, it's a crowd, it's an interesting, you know, crowd psychology study it's really phenomenal uh, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh, good. I play most days for a few hours. Boy, I tell you what, Labor Day weekend, that's pretty much all I did. Hmm. You, I knew you played this was Elder Scrolls Online, which is, you know, anybody that's played any of those games, Morrowind, Skyrim, any of those Elder Scrolls games. Oblivion, yeah. Yeah, Oblivion. Um, Elder Scrolls Online. It's been out for, I don't even know how many years now, but never played it. It was on a major, major Labor Day weekend sale. It was like 50, I think it was like 10 bucks or something. And I had a right, Steam, nine bucks, yeah. Yeah, uh, Steam gift card. Thank you, Furioso. So I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. Johnny Pistol Shot got it. We're like, let's try this out. I mean, I've, I'm interested. I haven't played something like this at all, really. And I mean, we've played for an hour since we bought yeah. it. Awesome. I love it so far. I haven't gone very far, yeah, though, but it's awesome so far. If you like the Elder Scrolls games, especially, you know, Oblivion and Skyrim, the, the interface is very similar and, it, and yeah. the graphics are very similar. It, it's probably, I'd say, the, the highest, the most graphically intense MMO you can play, maybe even more than Guild Wars 2. It, it's certainly the largest on their, uh, as far as hard drive space sure. of all the MMOs. So, Blade uh, I mean, and Soul like, is more beautiful. To be completely honest, graphically, yeah, and, but it's a different style, so it sure. just depends on. So it's it's a little subjective in that regard. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online is it's a good game. Mm-hmm. My computer had trouble playing it the last time I tried it, so I haven't tried it again. So. I might try an update and just see what happens. But you know, here's yeah. the thing: I played a little bit of Skyrim, and I never did finish the game because I'm just not great at finishing solo games. Because for me, it's <laughs> right. about the it's about the camaraderie and the community and stuff. So it's funny because I remember telling Johnny Pistol Shot because, you know, between between you guys all saying, oh, Skyrim is wonderful. And he used to tell me, you know, he'd share stories of Skyrim and how amazing it was. And I said, you know, the one thing missing in Skyrim is multiplayer. Yep. Being able to journey together. <laughs> and here comes Elder yeah, Scrolls Online. And there it is. It's like, I mean, granted, you're not getting the same story and you're not getting the same epic adventures, but you're getting the same feel and the same world. And now yeah. we get the journey together. And my dreams have now been met. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I uh, hope you guys of. continue to enjoy it. I do too. You know, but one game we're all playing, and this is something Spider Pan's joined us on. I'm replaying Borderlands 2. Your yeah, your first time. 
Uh, Yanni Pistola, Johnny Pistol Shot, is he never finished it, so he's going through it, and Spider Pan's not played it. So, because Borderlands Three is coming out, I think next week actually. I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars for this game. I'm sorry. I love Borderlands, <laughs> and I'm excited for Borderlands Three. I'm not paying a hundred dollars. So when no, it comes or, or down 70 to price, or whatever it is. oh geez, it's it's insane. So when it comes down to price, someday we'll totally get it and play it because I for love sure. the Borderlands games. The whole world is beautiful. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's like a mix between first person and like a kind of Diablo RPG style. It's just such a fun game, and it's kind of a Mad Maxian. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's funny. It's hilarious. Oh, it's it's hilarious. The writing in it is really good. Uh, oh, unusually amazing. good. I'd say some of the best gaming writing I've ever seen. Yeah. We're playing Borderlands 2 to prep for 3 whenever we're ready. So while we're on the video game topic, I have a question for you. I like questions. Why don't you ask more of them? Okay. And I'm asking you, Captain Influence, and I'm asking <laughs> you listening as well. This was fun. Like we did this... With the movie titles, change one letter. We had a lot of fun in Slack, by the way, with that. There were some great titles that got brought up. Here's a new one. If life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? (gasps) Yeah, and I just thought this would be actually really, really fun. So when you're playing video games, come up with any cheat code, by the way. I mean, I pulled some that are classic cheat codes, but I mean, seriously, put in whatever you want. And usually it's a forward slash and then you write in the word. I mean, pick something, have some fun time to be like, oh, well, if, I mean, <laughs> man, if my life were a video game, I would use this cheat code. So, for example, I'd like this one to be slash no damage. So oh, please, you could just do whatever you wanted, man. Jump, uh, you know, because one thing in Borderlands going back to that is you can jump off a cliff and you don't die. Yeah, you could totally no matter how far you fall, you don't take any damage. Yep. No fall damage. It's amazing. So it's like, dude, if you can imagine just saying I am going to hike up a mountain and then jump off. And I would be totally fine. How cool would that be? Totally cool. So no damage. Let's go with this. This is one from the Mario Brothers days would be slash infinite one ups, which, you know, one ups were lives in Mario Brothers. So that would mean that if you die, you you respawn and have infinite lives, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, like that. This is a fun one would be slash big head mode or slash bobblehead. Nah, it'd be fun, but I would be too self-conscious. Well, you, you like turn it on and then no, everybody though, everybody gets one. Out. Yeah. So Out. if you do it, it's like everybody in the general vicinity has a bobblehead <laughs> or a big head <laughs> and then you turn it off. Well, the other one would be like slash survival off, which means like survival mode is I have to eat. I have to drink water. I have to <laughs> take care of myself. I, you know, I have to go to the bathroom and you, you know, all that stuff. You get sick. You yeah. have to go to the doctor, turn survival off. Your survival mode is off. You're basically just invincible. Perfect for playing WoW Classic on a long weekend. <laughs> you never have to get up. <laughs> well, and then you could also go with slash God mode, but I don't know. I, I used to use that in, I think it was Doom 2. Yeah, that's the first place I saw that code. Yeah, yeah, and I just oh, thought, God. you know, it just became less fun. So as funny as it is, I think uh, I don't think I'd have as much fun in life if I had God mode. All I right. would find a way to have fun in life. All right. How about um, slash unlimited money or, oh, yeah. or slash give all? That's the other thing you could say is like give all you get everything, you know, but I, I mean, giving all might be a little too much, but unlimited money could be helpful or now this one's great. This is where you can totally fill in the blank here slash spawn and then fill in the blank. So if I say I could really use a, a $60 billion yacht right now. So slash spawn super yacht, super yacht, and then it would just boom show up and you've got yourself a super yacht. <laughs> Booyah. And you'd be like, oh, I'm running out of fuel slash spawn fuel. Boom. You never have to go refuel. You know what I mean? Slash spawn babes slash spawn kitties <laughs> slash spawn tub full of kittens. Um, Humane, humane. No, I just kind of like, I guess if you like kittens <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? They're growing up. So you know, slash disappear and then slash spawn kittens again. Cause you, unspawn. you know, slash unspawn. unspawn. Yeah. So they don't die. Yeah. They just cease or to despawn. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Despawn is what it was. That's right. Okay. What else? My favorite that my little mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cheat code is going to be slash reload saved game. Oh yeah. So you have like a great life. Things are going really well. You save your game. Something bad happens. You're like, Nope, screw that slash reload saved game start over at the how many times if how many times as a gamer have you wished that you could load a saved game in real life oh my gosh yeah yeah you don't even know 
All right. Well, those are our ideas. Good. So good question. Share some of your ideas as well. Give us a slash cheat code, some kind and, and pick. I mean, you can make anything up even if you're not a gamer, make something up. There's no rule to this except to have. Yeah, fun. totally. You remember I was watching the last ship last year. Remember, remember that? And then I remember? didn't have access to it. And now I do again. And so I'm finally finishing it. I'm finishing oh, up good. season four finally. And then I'll be watching season five. Oh, I just, I loved that show. What a great show. You know, I, I stopped watching it a little ways into season two and not because uh, it wasn't good. I just kind of lost interest. Like that happens to me a lot. So sure. Breaking bad of all shows of all fantastic shows, breaking bad. I stopped watching it like halfway through the second season. Yeah. It's like I kind of wandered off basically. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> and I, I, I never, and thing. I never re- looked back. So yeah. yeah, I can binge watch a show to an extent and then I lose interest and have to do something else and then come back to it. Yeah. Now, so eventually I'll, Lose interest is the wrong thing. I just need something different. It's not that I lose interest in it. It's that I, I, I'm a variety person. So it's like, I can't watch one show for six seasons straight. It's like, okay, I got, I need something. Just, I just need to change a pace. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Shall we? I think we shall. For those of you who don't know, uh, there's a trailer out for it. Uh, It's, it's a new star Wars show. That's going to be streaming on Disney, Disney plus. And by the way, Disney plus only costs $7 a month. So I might check it out after all just the Mandalorian alone based on the one trailer I've seen looks like it'll be worth that. I'm really crossing my fingers and, and there's a lot of reasons why I am enthusiastic about this one because number one, it was created by John Favreau. Oh, nice. Our favorite, you know, Mr. Iron Man, yep. etc. It takes place five years after return of the Jedi. So before the new order movies and the setting is far from the contumacious new Republic. So it's in the outer rim of the galaxy or whatever. It's about a Mandalorian bounty hunter, not Boba Fett, but Boba Fett was also a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So was Django. Uh, the actor Pedro Pascal, he played uh, Prince Oberon in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. He is the title character. Nice. I got excited just for a little nerd out thing. Uh, in the trailer, it showed IG-11, which is a droid bounty hunter you see in Empire Strikes Back oh, on yeah. the bridge of on the bridge of Darth Vader's Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually yeah. a Star Wars novel about IG-11 nice. from like the 90s or whatever. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I read an article in, on digitaltrends.com where John Favreau said, I quote, I love the idea of the darker, freakier side of Star Wars, the Mad Max aspect of Star Wars. Nice. And the Mandalorian will explore those aspects. Finally. That, those two sentences by him have kind of hooked me. Thinking I might drop that $7 a month, at least while the Mandalorian, just, just to watch the Mandalorian. We'll see how it goes after that. But yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. I'm trying to remember. It might have been in Clone Wars as well, but also especially in Star Wars Rebels, they do a lot. I think it was Clone Wars. I think both. They did a lot with Mandalorians and they fly to Mandalore. And there are some interesting side stories about Mandalorians in those cartoon series. And they're really, huh. really well done. But also in Star Wars, The Old Republic, the video game. You fly, and I'm trying to remember the name of the, the, the planet. It's the Mandalorian starting planet. It's oh. not Mandalore, I don't think, but it was one of those other ones. And, you know, if you play a Mandalorian in Star Wars, the Old Republic, there's a lot of really cool backstory to the Mandalorian, you know, the Is culture that- and, and the everything. I mean, everything that like, there's even one thing towards the end of the game. I'm not going to give anything away, but where you have to, as a Mandalorian, you have to follow their their rules and their regulations and you know, the fighting and kind of how the, so it is a darker quote, freakier side of star Wars, but huh. really cool stuff, man. Was the Mandalorian race in old Republic? Is that a newer thing? Uh, I don't remember that being in part of the original game. I don't remember ever being able to play a Mandalorian. No, it's actually, it was, it was in the original game. It's one of the, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, well you play bounty hunter. Is what it is. It's, right. But yeah. it's a Mandalorian is what it is. And you actually do learn about the Mandalorian ways. And oh, okay. It's I really cool, man. So I played in that game, you know, you play the Sith and the Jedi. And honestly, I played yeah. a light side Sith, which was hilarious because oh, really? you can choose all that, right? You can play a <laughs> yeah, dark right. side Jedi if you really want. Yeah. Um, the dark side Jedi was just cruel, mean and brutal. It was it was like I felt bad playing him. The right. light side Jedi just really cool because the uh, your your master basically hates you because you're showing mercy just and he tries to kill you. It's awesome. So it's a really, really good story that way. But the Mandalorian was hands down my second favorite story in that whole game. It was so good. Okay. Plus, you get well, jetpacks, dude. Mad Max plus Star Wars. 
I don't see how they can screw that up. But I'm you in. never know. I mean, I just don't. I don't think Favreau would screw that up. It's, no, he's just, awesome. I have faith in him, and and he's done really good stuff in the past. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So you do know, by the way, and I'm sure you do, but you know, kind of a you know who John Favreau is in Iron Man too, right? Yeah, uh, happy. Yeah, isn't he? He's awesome. He's I love Spider Man. Yeah, he acts and he produces and directs, and he's awesome. My favorite role of his was, of course, in Swingers. Oh, yeah. uh, back in the day. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. <laughs> did you ever see the replacements? So, no, the, I the never did. Movie with Keanu Reeves. He's nope. in that movie, but he's super like ripped. He's really, you know how he's kind of a big dude now. He's, yeah. he's really like quite a bit thinner, but he's super ripped and he's the crazy, crazy guy that like just head butts everybody. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's so funny in that movie. That was a good movie, by the way. Seen. The replacement. I need to see fantastic. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's it's Good I, I did too. I forgot. But yeah, it was a 90s movie. There you go. All right. So this was very interesting because we mentioned the Dark Crystal was coming. I thought it was going to be a new movie for whatever reason. And then all of a sudden yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, now it's going to be a TV series. But it is a TV series on Netflix and it just yeah. came out this last weekend, I believe. Yeah. And you can binge watch it. I am just so pleased with it, to be honest. I I, I've always been a fan of the original movie from from since since it came out in '82. I've, I've I saw it very shortly after it came out. I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it on VHS like within a year of it coming out on in the theater. I was enthralled with it ever since. You know, I was a little kid. The the soundtrack, the puppets, all of it. It's it's a it's a beautiful creation by Jim Henson, basically. And if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend it. I've seen it again recently, and it still holds up. It's really it's still a good movie. It's not really a kid's movie either. It, it's got Muppets in it, but I mean, well, puppets. I mean, they're Henson puppets, so yeah, we'll Yoda, call them Yoda Muppets. Style. But <laughs> the story is not a kid's story per se, Mm-mm. but it's, it's still kid-friendly. And the same goes with this series. It's very true to the original film. It's, it's what I would consider a true prequel. Because they didn't try to reimagine or reboot anything, but rather they generously elaborated on the world that we now know is called Thra. Uh, and they fleshed it out and established a lore in this series. Hmm. In a nutshell, it's everything that happens before the movie. Interesting. Um, and how and how you get to where the movie begins is in this series. What struck me as interesting is it's the same style of puppets as the original, but they've surrounded it with embellishing CG effects and stuff like um, nice, like uh, especially landscape, uh, like like flyby shots and stuff like that, and certain actions action shots. Mm-hmm. Although. It's really funny. One of the funniest parts of the series is sometimes they'll show some of the characters running, then they'll show their feet. Like they'll only show their feet. Yeah. And it's yeah. these puppet feet running. Oh, how funny. <laughs> it's like, why could, couldn't you have CG'd those feet? But they made, they actually took the puppet feet. Oh, that's and so it, weird. A, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it with my fingers right yeah. now. You can't see it. But anyway. Well, because in the movie, <laughs> like you would see the top of them. So when they would be moving, you'd yeah. only see you know, they're, they're waist up basically, but when you Mostly, would see them yeah. ru- actually running, it would clearly be a child, like in a Gelfling, you know, clearly yeah. a child in a Gelfling outfit. And, and you would always see it from the back and you'd always see it in the distance. So you didn't realize that it wasn't, you know, the Jim Henson puppet, but that was right. what they did in the movie. So I'm surprised they didn't do that again in the yeah, show. And, the, and that's not the cool thing about the movie is that the, the effects hold up because it was all miniatures and models for the scenery and stuff and backdrops and whatever. But the effects aren't like kind of like what you'd see with in episode one of Star Wars, for example, where that was one of the first fully CG movie, yeah. fully CG movies. You can kind of tell if you watch it now, it's, 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 it's still okay, but it's not, it doesn't hold up as well. Mm-hmm. But with the original Dark, Dark Crystal, it still holds up because of the style it was done in. Sure. And the series follows that style. The story in the series follows several several main characters kind of game of thrones style follows several contumacious gelflings oh nice indeed uh a podling which was it's kind of like a miniature gelfling with no nose with no nostrils mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then several skexies uh mm-hmm. and both male and female and the skexies are fantastic mm. the the voice actors in the series took great pains they're different voice actors uh, but they took great pains to perfectly imitate the voices of the Chamberlain, who is one of the main Skeksis in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who goes, oh yeah, yeah. all the time. Yep. He's the Chamberlain, and then Agro, who is the old crone with one eye, 
She's one of the main characters in the series. And the lady who does her voice sounds just like Frank Oz's Agra from 82. I thought it was the same person. I was like, wait a minute. I mean, Frank Oz is still alive, but did he do Agra for the series? Well, no, it's some some other lady, but... Interesting. But boy, they did a good job of. I mean, they just they took so many pains in this series to imitate the film and to make it true to the film and not to reboot or reimagine it. And and I really really appreciated that. The creature and set design were really enchanting. They fit perfectly with the original movie. There's so much variety to it. It's really eye candy. Most of the panoramas that they have in the movie in the show are they'd be like perfect wallpapers for your desktop. Mm. I mean, they're just so beautiful. One thing that really surprised me about the show is that it's slightly gritty and it makes you a little uncomfortable in spots. Nothing Game of Thrones out, nothing really, oh my God, like Game of Thrones style, but it's more or less family friendly, but it's definitely not focused on a young audience. Sure. Well, the, the uh, movie wasn't either really. Yeah, sort of, but, but it's more focused on the original fans of the movie and their new families. So our generation basically is who this sure. is focused on. Interesting. So strongly recommend it. Cool. Well, I've heard from various people and also in the reviews that uh, everybody's liking the show better than the movie, which is interesting. You know, yeah, and, and I think the reason is because it's, it's so like the movie, but it's more fleshed out. There's yeah. more to it. Yeah, which is There's, good. Because yeah. the movie was, so, and I, I haven't even seen the entire movie again because I watched it when I was a kid and I don't remember it hardly at all, but I'm going back and rewatching it and I'm, I don't know, maybe, maybe halfway through and I am, of course, this was the 80s too you know, that it came out, but I'm kind of blown away how slow it is. And it's, and it's really? not even necessarily. Yeah. If you go back and rewatch it, it's like, but again, we're trained to have fast movies right now. So yeah. it's interesting because I was watching that. And then I, I watched the first five minutes of the TV show just to see, you know, just to see what was going on. And mm-hmm. the speed difference between the TV show and the movie is like night and day. It's crazy. So like oh, in the movie, the entire first section, the first uh, scene of the movie is basically them, with the Skeksis, you know, when they're doing that ritual oh, right. in the movie. And it's like, it goes on for like 10 full minutes and you're just, it's just camera shots of these puppets <laughs> staring at this crystal and that's it for 10 minutes. And I'm like, what the heck is, and then in the movie or in the TV show, it's like, boom, 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 boom. The first five yeah. minutes was just constant movement. So yeah, there was just a lot of very, very, but again, this was the eighties things were slower back then. We didn't have a lot of eye candy. It's, it is weird. It's very interesting how, you know, we've changed film culture, but at the same time, I really did have a hard time going back. I'm like, okay, get to the point. (laughs) That's an interesting observation. I, I, I don't personally agree with it, but it's interesting to hear you you say that you remember it though enough. And so for you, it's nostalgic where for me, this is like watching it fresh for the first time. So I have nothing to base it on when I watched it, you know, like never ending story to me was high action. I bet if I went back and watched it now, I'd be like, this is kind of slow. Interesting. Even though I would love that movie, you know, but yeah. So I found my mind wandering a lot going back and rewatching the original movie, not because it wasn't interesting, but because it takes a really, really long time to get to the point kind of thing. But again, okay. that's that was the 80s, man. You, you go back and watch a lot of those movies from the 70s and 80s and like Blade Runner, you know, or some of those like they just kind of there's a lot of moments where you're just kind of sitting and I don't know, right? <laughs> you know, and and they yeah. did that with Blade Runner 2049 too. they actually brought back that where he's just sitting in a ship and they're flying and he's still sitting in a ship and flying and they did that <laughs> with uh, Dunkirk where they were showing oh, man. where it's just this flying and he's just, fl- and it keeps flying and he's still f- like his crash scene goes on for like 15 minutes and yeah, it's really, really well done. But I was kind of like, that was kind of long. Did I tell you about my Dunkirk experience? I don't think so. With the movie, as you well know, I'm a huge, not only history buff, but a uh, world war two era history is something I probably studied more than anything else in my life. As far as consuming novels or, or uh, nonfiction books, biographies, mm-hmm. documentaries, etc. I was very disappointed in Dunkirk. I, I could not believe how such an acclaimed movie by a really good director, how slow and boring that movie was. Yeah. I was just like, really? This is Dunkirk, guys. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I don't want it to be a John Woo movie, but wow, I, I, was, I just was not impressed at all by Dunkirk and it, I was kind of surprised it was very slow and see I would equate that level of slowness to Dark Crystal not interesting but very different you know very different style and story I'm just saying that's how slow I feel it is 
Huh. Okay. But again, it's not bad. It's in, in some ways, I feel like that is good for us. We should slow down our movies again a little bit, you know, because I feel like nowadays the movies are so crazy that it's almost like I'm not even sure if brains can actually keep up with everything <laughs> that's going on anymore, regardless of how old or young you are, because I don't think you're meant to. I mean, you're constantly getting bombarded with just eye candy action that who cares if the story's good. You don't even notice. Yeah. And part of me is going, I kind of miss the slower, methodical, really well thought out, deep, awesome stories, you know, that they used to tell. So, yeah, even though, you know, Dark Crystal's a little slow, it's like, I'm going to watch it because I want the story and yeah. I need to slow down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I live a I hear fast you. And it, it's life, a good, baby. And it's a good story. So, yeah. but yeah, this, the series is even better. So, yeah. So here's another. Consume it. You look at a uh, reboot kind of thing, and I never watched it, but It from 2017. Did you ever watch it? Oh, yes. The the remake of It, yes. And I'm looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, because it comes out this weekend. So the are second, you... Sorry, the second part. It's not really a sequel. That's true. It's part two. And actually, it comes out today. I'm sorry. So it's worth it. I watched the original It from the 90s, you know, with Tim Curry, and, and yes. I liked it a lot. I mean, the, the ending, the part two of that movie was really cheesy, and I know the book is not supposed to be that cheesy, so I never read the book, but... The one thing that I was not excited about with the new it is was it at see the thing about Tim Curry. He's creepy enough, dude, but the (laughs) way that he played Pennywise was psychological terror. You'd see him and then they wouldn't show much and your mind made up the rest and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's he's he's insane, you know, in this movie and I haven't seen it yet, but I want to watch it because I want to go see it too now. But my question is, is that. Tim Curry did a great job with the psychological terror, uh, leaving leaving it up to your imagination, all that good stuff. The second, you know, this reboot, did it do that? Because the previews felt like it was just kind of telling you what, you know, like I'm going to show you everything. You don't need to imagine anything. In my opinion, the guy who played Pennywise, I thought did was a pretty unique looking Pennywise. And I felt that there was an adequate amount of psychological terror, at least in the first part. I don't know that the previews did it justice, but I thought there were some pretty good sequences in the movie that did the character justice. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Now the second part, did you see that trailer? It was, so I think it was the first teaser and she walks in and it's this old woman and they're having tea or something and all that and then oh my gosh it was just that one scene and like all of a sudden she's like running back and forth you know in right. the background and I, that was so creepy it was awesome yeah <laughs> the second trailer yeah. was eh, it was all right but the first oh man that was fantastic so i am i don't like scary scary movies but i do like good suspense and i like psychological kind of things and especially you know i think stephen king has done some good stuff and like i'm a huge fan of alfred hitchcock stuff yeah I don't like the demonic, you know, over the top, just like, this is, this is just it, like, it's wrong. It's, it goes yeah. beyond, Ooh, this is a really creative psychological thing. And, and just to like this, who, like, honestly, the person who came up with this should be shot type thing. <laughs> you know, I don't want to watch those. I've never been a horror film guy, but I like, I really appreciate a good, truly scary psychological, you know, deep terror type of film like for example the the thing from you know john carpenter's the thing yep and poltergeist from the 80s mm-hmm. those two from the 80s i thought were fantastically well done and written and directed and acted horror films there are plenty of other horror fil- i mean there's there's if you look at imdb or or even go on netflix there's so many horror films out there that come out all the time that are just trash oh of it's, course horror is one of those genres of film that probably is most susceptible to trash filmmaking. Yeah. It's hard to come across a really good horror film. And I think it, it is a moderately good horror film in my opinion. So it's not up there with the thing or poltergeist, but it's, it's, I think it's worth seeing. Yeah. And like I said, I, I liked the nineties one and I've heard this is better. So I was just kind of wondering like, well, this yeah. one's coming out. I'm kind of interested. So all yeah. right, I'll watch the first one alone in the dark at night. No, I won't do that. that I, it's no, no. <laughs> While you're playing Alien Isolation. Oh, oh. See, now that was a terror, but it was a good terror. Like it wasn't, you know, give me nightmares and make me think about you know the worst things in the world kind of horror. It was more like, oh, that was just amazingly good jump scares, you know, in a good way. But it was 
the most adrenaline I think my system's ever dealt with in my life. Interesting. Yeah, I think I've. I, I, it might have made me sick last summer, actually. Oh man. Yeah, remember see, when that, I got really sick? Oh uh, yeah, it, I do. It, it happened. It happened while we were playing that game. Interesting. Yeah, see, they didn't even come close to the amount of adrenaline I've had in my life from other things. But yeah, I've gone through horrors <laughs> and terrors in real life that that game was like you know, like a kids movie in comparison. But I'm, I'm very, I'm but, very lucky in that regard. I have not. Yeah, so. well, no, but at the same time, it still had its jump scares, and and I'm totally understanding why you were <laughs> sick, and I'm I'm glad you're not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Me too. You know what happened? You got healthy. And thankfully, because now you're healthy, you have been able to do something wonderful with your life, which has now blessed us. And that is Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. I think the reason we have so many totally different religions and creation myths is because God kept throwing us a because I said so and never actually bothered to elaborate. We all know how much kids hate when their parents say that. The question is, though, did he ever really say that? <laughs> <laughs> Quit analyzing the deep thoughts, Brian. Well, they're deep thoughts for a reason. Well, now you got me thinking. All right. Well, thanks so much, Captain Influence, and thanks for joining us. As I mentioned earlier, we will not be having an episode next week, so we'll be enjoying the week off, and although we'll miss doing the show, but I hope that your lives actually will continue on without us because um, if they don't, well, don't worry. We'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. And I do believe Miss Ice is, is ready to make her biannual appearance. I believe. Is that what it is? <laughs> maybe, maybe triannual. Oh, triannual. Yeah, triannual. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Excited to have her on again. So, man, I can't believe, though, like September is just flying by already and it's only the beginning of it. I don't, I don't know what just happened. You know what the music means. Oh, yes. All right, realbryanshow.com. You know what? More importantly, join us on social, whether you want to be on the Facebook group or in Slack. We had some fun conversations in Slack. And again, share your answers of cheat codes if life were a video game. I'm so curious to hear them. But either way, have a great week. Captain Influence, thank you. And The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.